Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Listen to the AZ Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Mike Luke, joined by the great Jason Shear. Hello, Jason Shear. How are you doing? Doing splendid. How are you, Mike? Splendid, my friend. I will turn the closed captions off that keep coming up here. I am not uh, deaf yet, but I am getting there. All right. We've got a lot to get through this show, as usual. We're going to talk Arizona basketball, uh, newcomers. We're going to talk some Zoom Diallo. We're going to talk Arizona football this week, taking on the Oregon State Beavers. But first, Sheer, weren't able to talk with you since the, uh, well, I've talked with you, but not on here. Well, uh, what? Um, let's talk about Arizona's exhibition game. Now, I know there's some people on your boards that are a little upset about how Arizona looked. I was more than okay with how Arizona looked, as a matter of fact. Um, I came away incredibly emboldened by this team, and I also believe that missing three starters probably doesn't, uh, or missing three rotation players probably doesn't help the case. Yeah, I mean, there's only so much you could take away. Think about it. Like, Umar Balo is, some people think, the Pac-12 player of the year. Pella is an anchor on the team. Krivas is the first big man off the bench. Missing those guys against anyone is a big deal, but... I thought it was fine. Like, like I, I watched and, you know, the biggest thing I took away where there are more positives than negatives. I mean, Caleb Love, Boswell, et cetera. I had no problem with how Arizona performed that night. All right. Let's talk Caleb Love right here. Uh, let's talk the elephant in the room, Mr. Jason Shear. Seven assists for our guy playing under control. This So far, this looks really good. Yeah. I mean, look, it was an exhibition game against a high school team, right? But mm-hmm. – if this is what Caleb Love is going to look like every game, Caleb Love is going to make, like, he's going to be an All-American, right? right? Like, right. And it was funny because he got national attention. Like, many people saw his performance and was like, oh, if this is the new Caleb Love, we were all wrong. And that's the Arizona, thing. Like, Yeah. Go Arizona ahead. Ha- Arizona had absolutely nobody like Caleb Love last year. Somebody that was comfortable with the ball in his hands and not only comfortable getting his own shot, the distribution factor out there we saw, if that is the case, then he's also going to be in the NBA next year, Sheer. If we get this Caleb Love, this is going to be a problem for the rest of the conference and the country. The thing that impressed me the most is the same thing that Arizona didn't have last year, which is he recognized that the guy in front of them could not guard him 
And so there were like three straight possessions where he's like, okay, and just went right around him, got to the bucket and scored. Arizona hasn't had that uh, in the Tommy Lloyd era, maybe, because even Ben, as good as he was, wasn't necessarily that type of player. Right. And it looked like he was also under control as well. Um, by the way, is there any way to rewatch the full exhibition game? No, there's not. Correct? There is not. That is a, uh, a coaching decision from what I understand. Yeah, I don't get it either. I don't like it. We're big fans of the Tommy gun on this show, but I mean, come on, guys. Let's let's let him. But whatever. Um, now we're going to get to Zoom Diallo. Honestly, it is funny, though, that with Arizona basketball, there is always far more interest in recruiting than the actual top 10 product on the court. It is absolutely fantastic right here. We're getting Michael Penix questions as well right here. So, sure. Do you see these comments? Uh, I just see morning gents. Oh, no, 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 no. We would turn the comments. Can you see the comments part on your uh, on the screen? So you can see these as well. You can follow. Oh, yes. Oh, dude, that is going to open your eyes up to all kinds of greatness that you had no clue about right here. Jason. I had no clue about this. I'm very excited. Jason Shear is one of the least technologically savvy people yeah. I've ever come across. This is the guy that will actually text you and ask you what time a game is that you could just Google. It's that type of dude right there. Correct, Shear? Yeah, Mike knows a lot about technology. He's always the uh, the most, you know. Let, let's in, be honest. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to, I had to stop there. I didn't All right, yes. Yeah. All right, Caleb Love, though. So far, so good. That was exactly what we wanted to see. Now, we're going to keep talking newcomers. Keyshaw Johnson. Um, are the two best players on this team possibly Caleb Love and Keyshaw Johnson? The reason I ask is because I posted that on your board probably about three months ago. Yeah, I would say there's a chance. You know, I don't want to disrespect my guy Umar, but I, I think there's a, a very good chance at, at the end of the year uh, those two are the best. And if they're the best, they're probably the most important, right? Like Arizona is not going to be successful unless those guys are, are really good this season. All right, now. Okay, uh, let's talk though, Keyshaw Johnson. Keyshaw Johnson's definitely got more fit, definitely has more athlete, uh, ball skills than uh, than I thought he did, to be honest. Now, Aaron Torres was telling me, he says he's better with the ball than you think. I'm like, sure, Aaron, what do you know? You're just back in the A. He can handle a little bit. He takes the time when he gets to the back, oh, his back to the basket. There's a lot to like about him there, Skier. He showed more in that game offensively than I think he did his entire career at San Diego State. I mean, he was right. calling for the ball in the post. He did spin move to the bucket. He's passing out of the post. He shot a three from the top of the key and made it. I mean, if this is going to be his offensive game, I, you know, I, I've said it before in your show that he's my sleeper for the player of the year. Like, if this is his offensive game, he's going to be really, really good. And it's amazing what a system and some confidence can do to a player because at San Diego State, no disrespect to them, they're really good and all that. That that just wasn't the role they had him in. And at Arizona, you come to Arizona, you better be able to score. It's weird. It's almost like you expected Keyshaw Johnson to be able to adapt his game to a different system, but you didn't think that Caleb Love could maybe do the same thing. Odd. Uh, yeah, because Keyshaw Johnson didn't go out and, and shoot 38% from the field and 28% from three. Only average seven and five, though. Come on. Just saying. Well, yeah, but, you know. All right, good. well. All right, Sheer, just take the L. Come on. All right. By the way, speaking of a place that'll never take the L, Circle K, the Inner Circle. Join Inner Circle to, for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for details. Sheer, I was at the one on Grant Alvernon yesterday. I filled up and I was going to tweet out something that said real time in the uh, in the hood, but still supporting Circle K. Back the K, my friends. Back the K. And one other thing, Shady Rays. Sure. 
Sheer, do you know anybody named Ray? You know somebody uh, on the board named Ray? Yeah, we have someone on the board named Ray. Yeah. All right. This guy's a very cool person. Leader of men, Ray D. Tidu. All right. Now, Ray also probably wears Shady Rays because he is a leader of men as well. Check it out right there. Shady Rays, exclusively for our listeners. Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. By the way, that was a magical transition there, Mr. Brad Rich. All right. Um, so we've talked about Keyshawn Johnson. We've talked about Caleb Love. Now, I was totally cool with what I saw from uh, uh, Kylan Boswell. I thought that Boswell looked like he was ready to run the show. Um, he looked a little bit more dynamic athletically than he did in previous uh, than he did pre previous years. Last year, totally comfortable with Kylan Boswell at the point there. Sheer. Any concerns people had should be eradicated. Yeah, you know it's interesting. I, I talked to him on media day, and I basically said you played like crap this summer. Like, yeah, he, he did. And he said, he's like, yeah, I know. And he said the biggest mistake he made was his body. He just wore himself down. He said that the, the, the FIBA stuff was awkward because of a bunch of players. They threw you together, whatever. But then he said he was just completely worn down. And the best thing he did all summer was come home and, and kind of just relax. And you could see it. Like, he looked like he had more energy in that exhibition that at any point this summer. And, and, and I think the people that criticize him based on that performance kind of jump to conclusions a little bit. He's he's really good. And, and you know, is he going to be a little inconsistent at times? Sure. But at the end of the day, he's going to be a really good guard. TLN. I had a choice between the Ma between uh, Maverick and Circle K the other day. I went to Circle K because I backed the A. So you were going to go to a bar, but you decided to go to Circle K instead. That is a tip of the cap, my friend. TLN, a leader on the frontier of the back the A movement. We applaud your services, my friend. All right. Um, now, Let's talk about KJ Lewis. Sure. KJ Lewis is going to play this year. We were talking about this last week. There, again, it's going to be, it'll be random, I think, at times, but he's too good to keep off the court. He's just too good to keep off the court. He's going to get minutes this year. Yeah. Um, and and he and the good thing is, like, I I, I talked to him also, and he said basically, <laughs> I said, What's your role? Like, what what is your role? And he goes, Well, I, I've been told I can play. 10 minutes in a game or there's going to be some games where I'm going to play 20 minutes and I just have to be ready. And, you know, Tommy said the same thing. Like he, the, the thing that Tommy said is the same thing that we've been saying, which is he is perfect as an energy immediate defense type of guy off the bench. Like mm -hmm. that spark that's going to come off the bench and could change the game very quickly. And some games that's going to look like five minutes, seven minutes and some games he could be 15 minutes, but he absolutely is going to have some type of role this season. Now, uh, TLN says Maverick is a gas station. I've never heard of the Maverick gas station. Have you, Sheer? Yes, I have. There's not, I don't know if there's any here, but I have. All right. Well, I was thinking then that the Maverick, uh, who's talking about the bar on the east side, right next to the beloved cow pony right there. Now, Sheer, Kilroy, who is also lithium on your boards right now, I'm getting crossover appeal right here. All right. Now, Sheer, if you had to do it all over again, where are you rating KJ Lewis? I assume he's not 102. No, I, I think we were fine with him in the, the first rankings before he fell. Like, I think he was in the 40s. Oh, he's better than that. I don't, yeah, probably. Sure, can I get you to say top 25? Do it right uh, now. Sure, whatever, I don't care. Yeah, why not? No, I mean, sure, you had no, sure, we can't beat you down on this because you, as you said, you have no say on the rankings. Yeah, I don't care. Put him wherever you want. Put him number one. I don't Where care. Where would she, <laughs> number one, right? That is awesome. Where would, <laughs> he is closer to one than 102, though. Uh, He's probably top 30. 
Yeah. All right. Now we think it. Now it's funny to talk about him in, in such manners, but he does feel like a two-year player. He feels like a guy that next year is absolutely going to blow up. Yeah, I would think so. You know, I'm curious. I assume. Yeah, I mean, you assume if the guys leave that are supposed to leave, he's going to play good minutes and and be very very effective. All right. Now let's talk about the elephant in the room that everybody wants to talk about. We buried the lead. And no, we're not going to uh, lead with Zoom Diallo yet. That is called a tease, my friends. Dylan Anderson. Dylan Anderson got the start, got double-digit points. He's clearly ahead of Henry in the rotation. Sheer Dylan Anderson is going to be a playmaker here before it's done. Can you define playmaker? He's going to be a starter. How about that? (laughs) Oh, no. No. You don't think Dylan ever starts here? Uh, no, I have it on good authority that he will start here. Are we, are we talking about like for a lengthy amount of time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, I mean, not this year, but okay, Dylan so, Anderson, this year, so you think he starts over Krebus next year? Um, I'm saying at some point he starts here at the U of A, maybe at the four, maybe at the four. He's a stretch uh, guy. I say, no, you say, no, you're all right. You're so bad at a tour bet. All right. By the way, you you do not feel as good about our bet. Conrad was killing the other night. uh, Ah, yeah, but he's scrappy, dude. Philly B still. Philly B had more points, though. Correct. Mm. They were fake points. They were fake points. Oh, that's true. Whenever Philly B, Philly B, we're backing you right here. It was at the end of the game when it was already fifty. No, it wasn't. He that's that's nonsense. That's poppycock. How about the rebound? I was watching it with you when he got the rebound and he shot it from like sixteen feet. That's true. All I know is that Conrad was cooking. Conrad was cooking. We'll get to Conrad, though, in a minute. But in all fairness, though, Dylan Anderson is not the lost cause that you tried to make him out to be, Sheer. Come on. Is that why? Come on. Is that why do you talk trash to him about me? Is that why when I ask him, uh, I asked him the opening question at the presser, he gave me a one-word answer? I don't talk trash. I don't talk to Dylan <laughs> Anderson. I think he has a restraining order on me. Maybe that's why. He's that's very, true. Very hard. But very I did not. But Caliendo, though, and by the way, uh, let's see here. Raymond Holgan right uh, here. The great Raymond Holgan. Hello, Raymond. Um, the, uh, was going to say, uh, let, let's be honest, though. He definitely looks serviceable. Can I give you that? Can you give me that? Oh, yeah, for sure. He did. Right. He didn't look awful. And he, yeah. he didn't look awful. What a backhanded remark. And no, on top, and, and you do think that he's definitely ahead of Henry. Come on. Come on. Uh, right now. Yeah, but they're different positions, according to Tommy. Dude, he's playing Henry at the at the four. I know, I know, I know. We'll see how we'll see how that one works out right there. Um, all right, now, oh, ASU beat FAU in a scrimmage. I don't know if that's true or not. This seems like fake news to me. Um, Jane Bradley. I am Jane Bradley. Here's what I feel very comfortable saying: that Jaden Bradley next year, and he's gonna play a lot this year. Jaden Bradley next year, though, I think is going to have a sizable role. I'm um, going to take a little bit of a backseat this year, but sure. It's just nice having athleticism out on the court players that can dunk in traffic players that can dribble. It was just refreshing to watch. Yeah, it was nice. And, and, and it was very clear that this is going to be a very different team. There there's not um, a lot of three point shooters on this team. I mean, there's guys that can hit the three, but last year it was a lot of, you know, we're just going to chuck up threes. This is going to be much different. They're going to get to the basket. Um, it's probably going to be the most foul team that Tommy Lloyd has had. And it's just a different style of offense. It'll still be effective. I just think it'll maybe take time for people to get used to, but um, it was fun to watch. We got to give Tommy Gunn a lot of credit though, because a lot of people, 
even your guy, Sean Miller, would say, I'm 61 and 11 as a coach. Why do I need to listen to any of you neophytes out here? Tommy Lloyd took inventory and said, we will change things around. Yeah, I mean, the tournament clearly hasn't gone how Tommy wanted to go. And I think last year was the wake-up call that, okay, we lost to Princeton because we had guys that didn't want to drive, couldn't drive or didn't want to drive or whatever. Not going to happen. All right, now, TJ Van Marder, good question right here, TJ. Says, how is this team better than Tommy's first team with Matherin? It is far deeper. That team, that and listen, there's nobody like Ben, totally get it. But this team is far deeper. There's dudes that played a lot on that year's team that would not play on this year's team, Jason Shear. Uh, yeah, it's just a deeper team. Uh, right. You know, it's, uh, you know, I like Justin Kyer, no disrespect, but he's not, not playing. He's not playing on this team, most likely. And Kerr isn't um, playing either. And this sounds bad. I love Zoo. I, I think Zoo is probably underrated in his career at Arizona. But Keshaw Johnson's not getting punked by Houston or Princeton. It, it's not happening. It's just you not. Know, you know what's weird about it? And that's where stats can sometimes not tell the whole story. Keshaw Johnson... Any any uh, any form of these Arizona teams over the last three years, and this is before he's played an official game here at the U of A. And again, Zoo is very good. This is not a diss on Zoo. I'd rather have Keyshawn Johnson because I think he brings more to the table, and he strikes me as somebody that's far more reliable in crunch time. Yeah, and and it's because again, like I don't just say it, Sheer. Just say it. Well, it's just he's he's stronger than Zoo, you know, and 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 I trust him not to. Like here, let's take a look at Zoo against Princeton, right? He opens up that game early on. He has that spin move and he mm -hmm. scores. And to myself, I'm thinking this dude's about to have 40 points, right. right? And then they push him around a little bit, and his whole offense turns into 15 foot jumpers. And didn't and want contact, none of it. And, and Johnson's just not going to be that guy. He's going to go out, and if you if you're going to hit him, you're going to hit him. So be it. And then at the end of the game, too, he also really didn't want the ball right there. That was where they were playing hot potato right here. That's also where Caleb Love is fascinating because Caleb Love will not play hot potato with that ball, Jason Shear. Uh, no, Caleb Love will shoot that ball. I got yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, he is shooting. Right. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah. All right. Now, let's talk then about, um, I think, and again, my bad Pella, the My Bad Pella movement is about to start in full right here. Now, he didn't play. Um, let's see, you know, you guys can compliment Johnson without pooping on zoo. Um, we're, we're, we already said that we thought he was, that zoo was very, very good, that he was historically underrated. We're saying that Johnson brings something that, and you know, I think we're, it's easy to say what we're saying. We're not hating on zoo. Um, right. but sheer, by the way, now that you could see all the comments, it's very fun. Is it not? Yeah. It's changed a lot. Also, it wasn't ASU versus FAU. FAU played North Carolina. Yeah, ASU so, played. Uh, I don't remember who ASU played. Oh, we're oh, gonna make ASU beat San Diego State in a scrimmage. We're gonna make fun of ASU here in a little bit. ASU very, very fun to make fun of as well because there's a lot of material right here. Plus, Jacob Franklin isn't here to be able to hold us back. Back the beeves. We're bringing you back to reality. Be All right, we're gonna give the Oregon State Beavers some real credit right here. The fan base some credit. Washington State fans. Bothered me nonstop leading up to this game. Oh, you know, uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you know, we're going to show you what it's like, this or that. No Washington State fan, no one. <laughs> not one stuck around okay. after it. I'm going to say this year, and you agree with this. Oregon State fans could lose 44 to 6, and they are still sticking around. I give them a lot of credit in this regard. 
Not one Washington State player has said a word uh, to me about um, the game. Not yeah. one. Oregon State's coming strong, right? right. If they lose, they're still going to be, we hate you even more. And right. I respect that. I give that a lot of credit because you know what? They're looking to break your hand with their jaw. You punch them, you're breaking your hand right there. But Oregon State fans, I give you guys a lot of credit. You're still fun to make fun of, but I do very much appreciate the uh, the love and the gusto. Quite frankly, if I could get rid of ASU and bring in Oregon State into the Big 12, I would 1,000% do it. I think you would as well, Sheer. Yeah, it's fun. Why not? Arizona needs another team that's a guaranteed win. Am I right? Yeah. Yes, we do. Exactly. And I feel bad for Jonathan Smith because he's going to have to go to his Power 5 program after this year. Yeah, I'm very, very curious. There's going to be, I think, this has a feeling to me of an offseason with a lot more coaching moves than right. people think. Yeah, yes, I agree. And that he's going to be right at the top because he's a fantastic coach right there. By the way, Nebraska, 4-3, and 4-1 and one in their last five games. Favorite, favorite over Purdue by three. Yep. I'm just saying, just saying. Better 4-3 and three team, Nebraska or Arizona, Jason Shearer. Uh, Arizona, but yeah, we, we Mike and I would like to announce that we are behind the scenes working for somehow to get a Nebraska Arizona bowl game. We are going to ha- make this happen. Oh my gosh, the rule fish bowl. Who rules the fish bowl? Oh man! All right, that's they good. cannot that's handle good. that. All right, now Pella Larson again. Got to get back to Pella here for a second, and trust me, we're going to get to Zoom. This is my way of keeping you all on here. Uh, Pella Larson. I think is going to be much, much better on this team in this role um, because you've already gotten, again, we've talked about it. You got ball handlers, you got playmakers, you got dudes that want the ball at the end of a game. I am enthused to see this Pella Larson right here, Jason Shear. I'm very enthused to see it because again, he's not going to have to dribble. Yeah. My guy's going to be fine. Don't you worry. Okay. I know you don't like Pella, but he's, he's going to be good this year. I apologize to him nonstop. I mean, I obviously like him a little bit, but I agree. I, I think that actually, you know, the way I, I see it is Umar is going to command a double team a lot, right? Caleb Love, you you got to watch out. Dylan's same way. Dylan's same way. Dylan, sure. right? Pell is going to have a lot of one on one opportunities where he he or open looks where that he's going to have to take advantage of. Right. And I think he'll be very good cutting to the basket. He's a pretty good finisher in traffic. He'd, um, And I think he can uh, D people up defensively. He's not going to be the all American or the Naismith player. Like Tommy Lloyd is going to probably try to push him at some point, but I think that he could certainly be on that all conference first team defense. And I think he could be an all honorable mention, all conference performer, Jason. Sure. Yeah. I don't see why not. All right. I mean, oh, I, I, I kind of turned my back on him, but you know, all right. All right. Oh, we got to talk about Paul M here in a second. By the way, no better time to become a PHNX diehard, my friend. We got, we're not ASU. We actually have good sports. And so again, become a PHNX diehard. You don't have to support the Sun Devils. Go there. You can get the merchandise, all kinds of fun stuff right there. And all unfettered access to Jason Shear. Outside of Shelby Shear, you will have more access. That sounds terrible. You have more access to Jason Shear than you could possibly do. Discord chats, all of it. Check it out. PHNX Die Hard. Oh, and watch parties as well. Um, Paul, all right, TLN. I agree with this. I don't think Paul E.M. is playing this year. Um, that's not a knock on Paul E.M. I think he's going to be fine. I just don't know where his minutes come from because K.J. Lewis is clearly ahead of him in that rotation. And I know it's a different position. I get all that. I don't know where Paul E.M.'s minutes come from. Yeah, yeah. Uh... The, another thing that, that came out of that game that was interesting is Paulie's being a straight up three. 
Right. He is not, they are not playing him at the four. He is a, a big, small forward. And, you know, the exhibition, they put him at the four because of injuries. And even Tommy said, don't judge him off this game. It's right. not his role at all. Uh, I could see him carving out a role, but I don't think it's going to be anything major this season. I, I just think that Arizona is going to go a lot more three guard than they would a big wing. But that could depend on matchups and, and how Polly does in practice. Yeah, because again, now that we have those seven men or that seven man rotation we talked about, and you got KJ Lewis in there, who is, like we said, KJ Lewis could play five minutes one game and 20 minutes the next, but he, those minutes are, I just don't, like I said, I just don't know where those minutes come from. Also, uh, Montias Crevis. Um, Crevis is good. I was skeptical on Crevis. I thought this, there was an excellent chance this could be another stiff, not a stiff at all. Um, he's not super athletic but he's going to play a lot. And as much as I like Dylan Anderson, oh, Brad Rich, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth, my friend. Polly M will get all of Dillier's minutes. No, 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 no. But Crevis, Crevis is going to play. Well, we already talked about this last time, Sheer. You think he's going to play 25 to 30 minutes per game? Who? Uh, Cre- Mount Crevis. Uh, no, it's the opposite. You told me that Crevis was going to play 25 minutes a game. He's going to, I think... 15. 10 to 15, 10 to 15. Right. All right. Now let's see this Jervis Williams, the great Jervis Williams, um, wild theory. What if Pella, uh, Mott, oh, come on, come on. we got to call him by his name. It's Mount Crevis and Umar aren't really hurt in TLL. TL is avoiding getting them on film so that Duke can't analyze. Well, I think they know what Umar and Pella can do. They might not know what uh, Montias Crevis can do though. Jason Shear. Well, that's what I said they should do. They should just take, like, the upcoming scrimmage, choose another three players, and don't play them. Yeah, I mean, seriously. But especially, we have enough tape on Umar Ballo to know that he's not going to come out and look like Kevin Durant. Uh, well, you never know. You don't that's have true. your new Umar. All right, that, that, that is true. All right, we've got to talk Zoom Diallo right now. Tony Clifton says, who is this Jules uh, dude saying that uh, Zoom is committing? Um Sure, I'll – uh, I'll, that's your board. I'll let you uh, talk about Jules and what uh, – what you think? Jules is a, fun, a fantastic young man. He's very enthusiastic about recruiting. Uh, I have no idea where Zoom Diallo is committing. The rumor is he's committing uh, next week, but he hasn't announced it yet. And it's still Washington, Gonzaga, and Arizona, and USC. And I'm just saying that Arizona, I kind of, I kind of uh, threw this one off for the longest time, but. You got to think that there's at least a chance right here at this point. Sounds like it went really well with the family as well. I would say that I, I feel like there's much more of a chance with Zoom than I did before the visit. It, it was a very successful visit in terms of selling his family on things and selling him on things. The issue, and it's not really an issue, is that Zoom is just, uh, I don't know if he knows where he wants to go yet. He doesn't give any sign or indication and, it may be Arizona. It's just hard to, to tell. All right. Now, TJ Van Marder, uh, stepping into the administration role here at Wildcat Authority. Uh, give Jules a free membership if Zoom commits. Can we get can we get do that, Sheer? Absolutely. All right. That it is. Somebody alert, alert Jules on the message board that he's going to be getting paid if uh, Zoom Diallo does come to Arizona. That would be an awesome recruiting class, though. Zoom Diallo, Jamari Phillips, uh, Carter Bryant, and Emmanuel Steven, all domestic players, by the way, for all the people out there that say that Tommy Lloyd can't recruit domestically. Yeah, it's the number one class of the country. Probably 
um, depending on where Cooper Flag commits, obviously. But at that time, it would it would be the number one class of the country for Arizona. And no, Cooper Flag is not coming to Arizona. Stop. What? We keep getting. Yeah, I know. I, I get that. I get that question quite a bit. Who put that out there? I have no idea. All right. Well, it's nonsense. It's not going to happen. All right. Now, real quick, and then we're going to. It was to- Jules. Actually, it was Jules. That he, that Cooper Flag was coming to Arizona. <laughs> yes, exactly. Now, now. Uh, Sheer, if Cooper Fly goes to Arizona, free Wildcat Authority um, uh, uh, memberships for everybody. Is this correct? Yeah, yeah absolutely. All right. Yes, that's what we're going to do right there. Um, I do believe, though, the clear this is this is the best team in the Pac-12. It's the team that I have the least amount of questions about. Um, I think that SC is very talented. I think Oregon's very talented, but I still have real questions about that. Those teams. I have no questions about this team. Honestly, I just question what their upside is per se, but this is going to be a really, really good team Sheer. Yeah. They're the number one team in the conference. Uh, you know, I, I agreed pretty well with the, the preseason poll. It, it's what you said. You look at teams and you go down the line and I just think Arizona has the least amount of questions and, and that's why they're the favorite to win the conference. I also don't see the. Uh, I also don't see UCLA being good. I mean, good is relative, but I, I, I. There's a lot of question marks. I know. I know that you love Dylan Andrews at the point guard spot. I get that, and he's good. But there's a lot of unanswered questions. And on top of that, you lost all of these guys that uh, were kind of the backbone of these previous three or four years teams. Sure. I am very curious to see their defense and how Cronin responds to a team that isn't going to be as good defensively as it was last year. It's just, and the thing about him, he got, he inherited and you know, there's nothing wrong with this, but he inherited some real dogs. I mean, some dudes like, you know, a Jaime Hawkins, a tiger Campbell guys that you're going to go to war with. I don't know. I mean, a Jalen Clark, obviously, I don't know that that's on this year's team. Well, it's like, look, at the end of the day, when UCLA was in trouble, you knew that Hawkeyes all of a sudden would probably score 10 points or Tiger Campbell would hit some stupid jumper and, and they'd be fine. Who's that guy on this year's team? I, I just don't know who that guy is. And, and I know they've got talent. Um, the international class is nice, but um, I think we know around here as Arizona fans, international guys are hit and miss. And usually as a freshman, they're not a hit. It takes some time. And so um, it, there's a very decent chance that team's not as good as people think. All right. I think Mick Cronin's a pretty good coach, but this is spot on TLN. What's the over-under on Cronin blaming the refs for him not being a good coaching for players? It is nauseating. I understand now and then blaming the refs. Blaming the refs every single game like this twerp does is annoying. Go ahead. I've never seen anything like like there's very few coaches that uh, that blame the refs as much as Cronin. It's weird. Once in a while you do it, not like he does. Right now, you might be annoyed by him and say, man, I need some OGs to be able to put up with this press conference. You wouldn't be the only one. Check out our friends at OGs Brands for yourself and try one uh, of our uh, few of the many delicious flavors. Check them out across all socials at OGs Brands and online at OGsBrands.com to find them at a local dispensary near you. Must be 21 years or up to enjoy responsibly. All right, now, Arizona football here. Um, first of all, tip of the cap to Jed Fish for going to Sal Point this past week. That was absolutely fantastic. On the field with one of the five best players in uh, U of A football history, Chuck Cecil. That was not by uh, 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 that was not a a, a um, by accident. I don't know why I struggled with that word right there. Sheer, I love it. It's petty and it's fantastic. But you got to realize too, and I, this, I mean, yeah, it's awesome, but few things number one they knew that they were going to the south point game as far back as august 
That's how right. long it's been on the calendar. Um, and number two, Mountain Point has two players with offers that Arizona wants. It's local. Um, it was a very smart move by Fish. It shuts up part of the, their narrative that's even though it's completely fake. Um, it shows Will Height. They still want him, even though he's probably going to commit to Washington. Like, there's multiple layers to that. And so, yeah, it, it was a smart move for him to do it. Yeah, I just really like it though because also at the same time too, Jed Fish is saying I will not be I will not be uh, talked down to like this. I will be on the South Point sideline. Tip of the cap, Jed Fish, and it was also awesome too when we were at the presser and he winked when he said, "Yeah, I'll probably be in town this week." That was awesome. We like Jed Fish a great deal. I think he winked right at you too, right? I'm <laughs> get in line, Jed. I mean, let's be honest here. <laughs> All right, now, um. I know, I know there's been semantics in games playing. Noah Fafita is going to start against Oregon State. And if he doesn't start against Oregon State, then the city will absolutely revolt. Um, all the goodwill that Jed has built up will probably go away. Jed is a smart guy. There's no way that Noah Fafita is not starting against Oregon State. Yeah, I would caution people, though, because Jed's presser's here in a couple hours. I don't think Jed names the starter today. I think he's mm -hmm. going to do the same. He'll say, look, Jaden had the bye. He's feeling well. We're going to see how he performs in practice and make the decision, blah, blah, blah. It's going to be Fafita. I would be very, very surprised if it's not, but uh, there's no reason to, to name a quarterback until Saturday. All right, now, JP666, or, oh, 66, not the, not Satan. Mike, I'm training for a half marathon while listening to your podcast, and your Circle K and OG's plugs never to fail make me laugh eight miles into a run. Very impressive stuff. That's what we're here for. I am here to be a clown for your amusement. JP66, appreciate you big time. All right, um, I think Arizona's got a real chance in this game, or obviously the spread on uh, BetMGM is four. I like Arizona with the points, to be honest with you. I think that Vegas is still a little bit behind Arizona at this point right now. It dropped to three and a half immediately, too. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, Oregon State's what? What do they rank now? Like, like 13th or 11th? I, I think they're like 11th. Yeah, uh, they're very good. And, and they're on the road, and Arizona's only an, uh, a field goal, basically, underdog. Like, it's... It, it, you know, Arizona's going to win this game. Like, I, I, I'm I'm just going to say in my prediction now, I, I think Arizona wins this game. I don't think they're going to win out. I haven't figured out what game they're going to lose. Uh, but I know the questions are about Oregon State's run offense. It's really, really good. But the Oregon State defense has not played well the last few weeks. I, I think it's it's got – I'm just warning people now, I think it's going to be your weird game of the day. Like, there's going to be – it's going to be a very strange game. But I think Arizona pulls it off. Yeah, I kind of think that Arizona pulls it off as well. Another reason why is we're also at the stage, too, that we have to acknowledge that this defense is good. This defense is really good. I think going into, like I said, going into the year, you and I were both like, just don't suck. And by yeah. don't don't suck, I meant, sorry, I'm belch. Um, yeah. I, know, I get excited. But don't belch, or don't belch. Don't, <laughs> don't suck. And what we basically meant was finish like eighth. You know, yeah, something average. like Average defense. That's all we ask. This is actually a good defense. That is the wild part about it. Not only is it good, it's getting better. The only thing, and, and I think Arizona's defense is good. I, I think if, if it doesn't perform this weekend, it's more of a one-off than anything. But this is the first offense that Arizona's faced that is going to try to run the ball consistently. Right. And so the, uh, the whole uh, dollar package will not be seen this weekend. Right. And I think that uh, like a guy like Justin Flo is going to play quite a lot. And if Arizona could contain the run against Oregon State, 
uh, that is a very, very big deal for this defense. Oh, it's a huge deal because, all right, now let's talk about DJ Uyagalele a little bit right here. Um, come to find out that maybe DJ wasn't Clemson's problem. Um, he he's a pretty good he's a pretty good quarterback. Um, he's not what he was made out to be coming out, but he's a, definitely a good quarterback that will play in the NFL. So there is that. Yeah, I mean, it's very clear now that Clemson has much bigger problems than. What's DJ going Uyagalele. on there, by the way? Uh, Dabble just isn't it. Adapt or die, and and Dabble's not adapting. Like he's, I mean, I don't know if they're going to fire him, but I mean, it looks he, bad right now. It looks bad. It, it just looks bad, and and clearly DJ wasn't that problem. And he comes to Oregon State, and he's not amazing, but he's he's solid. Like he's he's a very solid quarterback that runs that system very well. It's a it's a very balanced offense, but they're going to run the ball too, and. Um, he's he's a big dude. He's hard to bring down. And, uh, you know, Arizona's had some tests. But, again, like that dollar package where you sit back and all that, it's not going to work against Oregon State. And uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how Nansen attacks it. All right. Now, Big Bill Norton. This is going to be a big game for Big Bill Norton. Tia Savea. Well, Savea family retweeted this. We applaud you. Thank you very much right there. Now, we're going to get to the ins and outs of this. But first – Bet MGM. All right, this is a long read, so stick with me right here because we don't have Shane to read it for me. Sign up for BetMGM. Use bonus code PHNX. Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile app of at least $10. You will receive $200 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for full details. And now let's hear Mike Luke with the disclaimer right here. Um, Hold on a second. Uh, oh, it went away. Just a second. Hold on, hold on. Guys, This is this is great right here. Um, second worst ref in town, uh, Abraham Mendoza. I see you in there. Um, hold on. By the way, I ref a Pima basketball game this week. I'm very cool. All right, here it is. Um, Bet MGM. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. Uh, 467-369, New York, call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 21-plus uh, to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona, 1-800-BETS-OFF, uh, Iowa, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, uh, Michigan, 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. How was that? Wonderful. Shane just lost his job, all because of you. I thought that was really good, for sure. All right, now, Arizona's D-line, though. We've talked about it. It's overhauled D-line, and they're actually really, really good. There's no scrubs out there. Everybody's good. Big Bill Norton, obviously, the leader in the trenches. Um, you've got uh, Tyler Manoa. You've got Jacob Kangaika coming on. you got Tia Savea on the edges, obviously. you got Taylor Upshaw, Isaiah Ward, Deuce Davis. This is going to be a big test for this D-line. Yeah, this is the biggest test, in my opinion. Washington was different. They're, they're going to have to stop the run. And, and there's been some guys that have struggled at times stopping the run, um, but they're going to have to. And, and so this is going to be a game where guys like Bill Norton and all them do their job. And who? Jacob Manu winds up with big Bill Norton does his job. And Jacob Manu winds up with 15 tackles. Like the right. linebacker, if, that's how we'll know if, if Arizona is doing their job. If Manu and Flo lead Arizona in tackles, then it, it was a good day. 
Yes. Oh, exactly. If they lead, if they lead it, but I also don't want those safety type tackles where you're tackling them nine yards down the field. They got to be up in the box right there. This is a big game for Justin Flo. These are the kind of games where, um, these are the kind of games where you need, uh, where you brought Justin Flo in for. Let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, this is one hundred percent. You know, they don't run a ton of wheel routes. They run some, but you know, he, he's not going to get lost in coverage. You know, it should be Justin attack. Like yeah, that's right. what. That's when he's the best. All right, Tyler Warden. Uh, what are the reasonable expectations for the last five games of the year? Are we still happy if we only win two of the remaining six preseason wins was a win? But now I'm not sure. I say we get greedy. Listen, the whole thing was to get into a bowl. And so a bowl game, no matter what, is a victory for Arizona and the Arizona fan base. I say we go for seven in-season wins there, Jason Shear. Uh, my expectations don't change, Mike. Right. Uh, my expectation was a bowl game. If Arizona makes a bowl game, I'm good. As long as uh, it's – let me re, let me rephrase. A bowl game, including a win over ASU, and I'm good. Yeah. And then we're good. By the way, Steve yeah. Hernandez is asking about Sterling Lewis. He hasn't been here in like 13 years. Remember the linebacker? Uh, Wasn't he the linebacker yeah. that got the, uh, the got in trouble driving, driving across the road? Oh, oh, is he talking uh, about uh, you're talking about Sterling Lewis? You're thinking Sterling, about he's talking about Sterling Lane. Oh, I like Sterling Lane. I just don't think he's good enough to play. Yeah, because Sterling Lewis died. Yeah. So, oh, did he? Did he die today? Uh, no, he died a couple years ago of Valley Fever. Believe it or not. Oh. Okay. Well, uh, I would assume that he's talking about Sterling. Um, Hopefully, uh, I didn't just break that news. But yeah, no, that was like three years ago. Yeah. Okay. Sterling. Yeah. He's asking us, uh, Steve Hernandez, talking about Sterling Lane. Um, you know, sometimes, like, listen, in that 2022 class, they hit just on a lot. Of, just say it's not, just not good enough. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that's right. It. I mean, that that's that's pretty much all it is. It's just not good enough. And there's nothing wrong with that right there. Um, yeah. what Sterling, but again, I hadn't thought of the name Sterling Lane or Lewis in a long time. What do you all say about the criticisms about Manoa this season? Who's criticizing Manoa? Uh, I don't know. He was fine. Yeah, Whatever. no. Oh, yeah. I'm totally cool with Manoa. Um, he's had some big plays this year. I am excited to see uh, Jacob. Oh, by the way, we didn't mention Tai Tai Uyagalele. I'm excited. I was happy to see King Kong Gaika out there doing his thing. His parents or his mother, big part of the Back the A movement, by the way. Good people. Again, says what we've been saying the last few shows. Great parents, good people. Yep, exactly. Tony Jones, we have not seen you in here today. Hopefully you catch the uh, the replay. All right, Five of Kind Media. By the way, shout out to Zeke Najee on his extension. Zeke got paid there, Skier. Really good family, too. Another guy that deserves it. Zeke is uh, a really good guy. I almost said good kid. He's not a kid anymore. Yeah, he got paid. Hopefully you can send some this way. I was actually, uh, I he was another one that was underrated. He was the best player in that class, and I told you very early on he was the best player in that class year. Yes, I watched him many a times in random gyms. He was good. His what AU about, team was crazy that year. Who was on the AU team? Uh, it was the, it was that big guy that wound up going to Duke. Which uh, big and then, guy? And then Dawson Garcia also. Oh, Dawson Garcia. Is he still at Marquette? Uh, he's at Minnesota now. Dawson Garcia has been in college for at least seven years. Oh, it's going to piss me off. The big guy that went, he was big, but he wasn't as good. He's from Minnesota. I think he transferred. Hmm. Duke basketball. Looking it up. It's going to upset me now. All right. Well, I'm going to keep talking while you look at, yes, uh, Josh Green. Matthew Hurt. All right, Matthew Hurt. Yeah, meh, meh, meh. 
All right. Now, I thought he was from Texas originally. Who? Matthew Hurt. Oh, Kermit Walton. Remember Kermit Walton from Minnesota? Or Kermit Walton. Uh, uh, you text him and call him Kermit. <laughs> all right. So uh, you guys want to hear a story about how stupid I am. This is back before <laughs> Sheer This is back before Sheer fired me. And so I was having, I would have to really lame part of the job. I would have to uh, interview recruits. And uh, every now and then I mess up a name. And so Kerwin Walton, I texted him and I said, hey, Kermit, um, any chance of uh, getting an interview here in the next? And there's not a uh, reply. And then I just probably like an hour later, I said, Kermit with a question. He said, it's Kerwin with like 10 exclamation points. I felt very stupid. And I don't I don't think we ever got an interview with Kerwin Walton again. No, I don't think so either. And I <laughs> called, uh, uh, who was the other one? Uh, 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 Jaden Noel's brother. Um, yeah. You called yeah, him. Call you called Shane Jaden. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But that one's at least a little bit better than Kermit, though. Kermit's a great name. Oh, Kenyon Moses. Um, Kenyon Moses just caught in a numbers game right now. I think he'll be good down the road. I mean, but uh, yeah. I mean, look, it, it, oh, you got to have red shirts, and Kenyon Moses and other freshmen are red shirting. And if they're not playing, it's just because they weren't good enough to to crack the rotation. And you know, I look at a guy like Dalton Johnson. Like he wasn't good enough when he first started, and now look at him. Like it's if these guys are patient and stay on the roster, um, you know, then there there's a good chance they wind up playing. Was he? Was that also maybe? And again, because listen, I mean, I almost said coaches. I don't know why coaches aren't infallible. They can make mistakes. Even Jed Fish, who's been fantastic, I kind of wonder if Dalton Johnson was a little bit of a missy Val last year because I have a hard time believing he couldn't have been better than Christian Young. It's hard to say because we didn't even see him practice that much because there's always yeah. Christian Young and um, Jackson Turner and Gunnar Maldonado. Like, so so it, it's it's hard to say because he was running like third team last year. How is Jackson Turner doing, by the way? He's actually pretty good. He's got three picks this season for UNLD, and, and UNLV is doing good. Big that game for you this weekend. That doesn't surprise me at all. Who's UNLV playing? Fresno State, I think. Why That's is that a big game for me? You know UNLV football is uh uh what do we call like six and one. Six and one. Wow, who's the coach there? Is it still that ASU guy? No, it's Barry Odom now. He's a good coach. Oh, oh yeah, no, I like that. I like that. By the way, ASU, ha ha ha. You played tough against Washington, yeah. but you still lost. <laughs> I'm watching that game, and as soon as he throws that, I just say, Oh, uh, before it even it was even picked, I go, Oh no. Yes, <laughs> that is no. Like, you there's how many quarterbacks on earth? could make that throw where you're rolling out and then you throw it across your body and you have to do it at an angle. I mean, like you can't like, do it. Yeah, like, <laughs> ten, like 10. Yeah. I listen, I listen, Caleb love is obviously done in the Heisman discussion because he's had too many bad games. The people that say that Penix or as you say, Penix is, uh, is out of it. They're crazy. You get one bad game and a game that you yeah. win. You know who the leader is now in the clubhouse. Who? In Vegas, you know who the Heisman leader is? You're going to laugh. Who? It's J.J. McCarthy. They're going to run the table. There's a good chance they run the table, and he's going to his, – his completion percentage is like 78%. Yeah, but he's playing Big Ten teams, though. I know, but I'm just saying he is the uh, the heavy favorite right now. The one that I would keep an eye on is actually Bo Nix. His odds are crazy. That's my bet of the week. His odds are plus 900. By the way, Bo Nix, every time I watch Bo Nix – I still wait for him to start sucking again because I've seen so much bad Bo Nicks. Um, but uh, 
He's good. Yes, he's good. Oh, Bear Bryant, White, uh, White, a uh, Bear Bryant, uh, Bear, uh, what, what's what's Bear's name? Bear Williams or uh, Alexander? Uh, Bear Alexander. Lights were too bright for Keon Bars. When... Keon Bars is terrible. I'm just gonna say it. I said it. I, I you owe me an apology because I said he wasn't very. By the way, no, <laughs> I, I want to get this on record. You know where I'm going with this, oh, Dorian. Dorian Singer. I read a thread on the USC board, and it said the biggest problem with Dorian Singer is that he can't get any separation. All of, but you were also wrong, though. He was also very good here at the U of A. Yes, because Arizona put him in a system where he didn't necessarily need separate. You know what I mean? Well, right, but it's obviously not the system because it's not like Montana has been able to pick up that slack. Well, all <laughs> I'm saying is, the who would have th- I would not have thought that Christian Roland Wallace would be their best transfer. I agree with that. The thing with Dorian Our Singer... Team- I think Singer's fine. I think that's more of a an issue with the offense overall. I think the only one that is just flat out not playable right now is Bars. He's just not very good. Bars should have gone to UMass. Uh, yes, Bars should have gone to UMass. And I'm not saying because he's that level. I'm saying because Don Brown had Bars put up like the best season of his life by far. Right. No, I agree with that. You know, Bars actually isn't that. Bars, he should have gone to UMass, yes. But sometimes the lights aren't always shinier on the other side of is that it on the other side of the tunnel? <laughs> just make one up. The bread yeah. isn't always in the oven. All right. Yes. All right. Guys, awesome show today. We've covered a lot of nonsense. We appreciate you all. Now, before we sign off, Sheer, where can they find you doing your things? Promising free memberships if Zoom Diallo commits to the U of A. Yes. Wildcatauthority.com. Wildcat Scoop Podcast with my wife, Shelby, and at Jason Sheer on Twitter. By the way, do you think that Kermit Walton... Mike calling Kerm Kerwin Kerm. Did Kermit Walton ever end up playing anywhere? Like actually playing? I think he's still in college, dude. Can you he's look that up Texas. before we sign off? He's on Texas Tech. He's he a senior play? this year. He averaged three points a game last year. All right. Told you. Didn't want him. I did U of A's dirty work for the U of A right there. All right. Appreciate you all right there. You guys are absolutely fantastic. For the great Jason Shear, I am merely Mike Luke. Hold on, stay here because I'm having to run the show today by myself. And as we've talked about, I'm not great at this. Oh, here it is. All right, talk to you soon. We all city like the mayor. 